It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Welcome to the podcast formerly known as Access Atlanta from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I'm your host, Shane Harrison. You may have noticed the name on our logo has changed a little bit. That's just a placeholder because we are currently developing a brand new show that will have a new name and a new sound. We will be working on getting that right this summer. In the meantime, we'll be revisiting some of our favorite interviews from our first four years. As we do that, we'll continue our mission to get you ready for the weekend with a roundup of some of the fun, entertaining, and educational things to do in and around Atlanta in the coming days. Let's get started with a couple of those upcoming events. When the Illuminarium Immersive Museum opened off the Beltline a year ago, the company behind it was already working on a show focused on outer space. While the first immersive show, Safari, used real footage from Africa, the new show was almost entirely created on computer, which was a much more complicated enterprise. Space, A Journey to the Moon and Beyond, which opened June 29th, places attendees in an Apollo rocket to the moon and on the surface of the moon along with trips to a psychedelic-feeling nebula, the constellations, the planets of the solar system, and the Kuiper Belt past Neptune. Find out more about this new experience in Rodney Ho's preview on the Georgia Entertainment Scene blog at AJC.com. Mike Brown was blue because he couldn't be blue. A member of the absurdist performing troupe Blue Man Group for almost 20 years, Brown's career was derailed for two years by COVID-19, as so many were. No live shows, no frenetic drumming, no splattering paint, no toilet paper shenanigans, no delighted audiences, and definitely no specially formulated blue grease paint. Now the Blues are back, returning to the Fox for their first Atlanta show since 2015, ones which Brown says are 95% new material. The slogan, same blue, the rest is new. Check out our interview with Mike Brown and find out more about the new Blue Man Group show coming to the Fox Theater July 9th and 10th on AJC.com. Stay tuned for more events later in the podcast and after the featured conversation, we'll take a look at what the AJC is bringing you this week, both online and in print. But first, let's revisit a podcast from 2019 when AJC Food, Dining, and Living editor Lagaya Figueres opened up her kitchen to celebrity chefs Carla Hall and Chadwick Boyd to not only make biscuits, but also teach us ways we can all improve our biscuit game. Hall made buttermilk biscuits from her cookbook, Soul Food, Every Day in Celebration, and Boyd blended recipes to make a savory biscuit using sage, honey, and carrots. And keep in mind that the interview we're about to hear is from nearly three years ago, so any dates and events that may come up are in the past. 
Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison, and this week, once again, I'm here with LaGuy Figueres, our dining editor. Hello, Shane. How are you? I'm great, and it's always great to have you here. I love talking about food. I do, too. <laughs> and this week, we're talking about one of my favorite things. Biscuits. Yes. And it's like I, I grew up with them. You know, my mom made them all the time. So that's the difference between us. I didn't grow up with them. I'm from the Midwest, so I grew up with cornbread. Right. So since moving to the South, one of the first things I became infatuated with is biscuits. Yeah. Been on a hunt for biscuits, try to make them. I love them. And I'm yeah. just, I, I'm fascinated because there's really not that many ingredients that go into a classic buttermilk biscuit. Yep. But there's so many factors into making an awesome version of a biscuit. Yeah. And they vary so much. The the, the styles of biscuits, oh, yeah. the, you know, it, it's funny, uh, you know, the ones I grew up with are so different from ones I'll find at, you know, various restaurants, fast food places, whatever. They're right. all different in their own way, even though the ingredients are probably fairly similar. They can be similar. And I've learned, too, that they can vary greatly. Yeah. Now, I, my favorite is um, that I had an opportunity a couple of years ago to work in the kitchen at Bojangles. Uh. And when I was making biscuits with those guys, do you know that they have an a 48-step process oh to making biscuits. Well, you need to have precision. You want to have yep. a consistent biscuit. Sure. So I learned theirs. Um, I'm not going to do 48 steps. <laughs> and then in my biscuit, in my biscuit quest, um, I came across a recipe that was published a few years back in the Times Picayune. Mm -hmm. Two ingredients. Yes. Okay, I'll take two ingredients over 48 Definitely. steps. Right? Um, that was one of the biggest, uh, most popular recipes that we published last year in the yep. AJC. Right? It only had two ingredients. It was Lily brand self-rising flour. White Lily, yes. White Lily. Yep. And uh, heavy whipping cream. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yep. Um, but, and... and uh, since then, I just want to, you know, explore more. There's so much more than just the easy route to ingredients. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I, I made those two-ingredient biscuits, and I loved them. I thought they were great. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I make them all the time, yeah. and, and they come together in, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, it's so easy. Super it's like for, for anybody who out there who thinks they can't make biscuits, try that recipe. You can make biscuits. Right. Trust we'll, me. We'll, we'll shout out. It's called Jolene Black's cream biscuits yep so now my latest quest um i have a friend who is a part-time atlantan and his name is chadwick boyd mm -hmm. and he's also a huge biscuit fanatic i think of him as a biscuit ambassador right um he knows my love of biscuits and he happens to also be friends with carla hall right now we all know carla hall from the chew mm -hmm. and she's a biscuit person too yeah so they came to my house, and we had a biscuit-making session. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Um, it's kind of humbling when you're working with people who really know what they're doing, and mm -hmm. I'm just sort of the reporter translating and understanding, <laughs> so, you know, wannabe biscuit woman. Um, but I learned a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's always great to learn from people who do it all the time and who have done it for years. Exactly. And they've just got tips and tricks. And so, you know, you talked about maybe there's classic ingredients, but sometimes you need to substitute because you don't sure. want, who wants to quickly go to the store to get this or that? Right. So yeah, lots of tips and tricks. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I, I just love the thought that everybody can make biscuits because they can. And, you know, at, and it, it, once you get past the making of biscuits, then you can explore further and 
Try new things. And I love that uh, at the end, what Chadwick said is, I never met a biscuit I didn't love. (laughs) Yes. Amen, brother. (laughs) So what we're going to hear today is uh, from... Carla Hall and Chadwick Boyd. Awesome. Baking with Lagaya and teaching all of us how to up our biscuit game. Great. So you'll learn a few things and, uh, you know, maybe you can get in the kitchen and make those biscuits yourself. Exactly. Thanks so much. Thank you, Shane. We are upstairs. Okay. Hey, welcome. Welcome. welcome to oh, my house. God. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for Take a breath. Take a Take breath. <laughs> welcome to the ATS. When I got in the car and I, I picked up the keys and I was, it was like 33 minutes. I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay. Hello everyone, I'm Lagaya Figueres, the food and dining editor for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Welcome to my kitchen, and oh my gosh, welcome to my friends who are here. Carla Hall is here. Thank you for coming I to my kitchen. I finally made it. I'm here. Chadwick Boyd is here. Thank you for coming to my kitchen. It's exciting to be here. Wait, we've talked about this, what? Five years, maybe four or five years about yes. actually cooking together. Yes. Ever since I arrived in Atlanta and right. met you, we've been talking about biscuits. So we are at my house because these two people love making biscuits. Yes. I am infatuated with biscuits and I keep trying to be better at it. And now you're willing to give me a cooking demo. Yes. Yes. So you don't Thank make you. good biscuits. Well, actually, I'm I'm okay. I found a recipe um, a few months ago for that was published in the Times Picayune. Okay. It's two ingredients. I can do that. It's white rising uh, lily uh, self rising flour mm-hmm. and heavy cream. Heavy cream. Yeah. So that is a no brainer. Yeah. But I mean, there's lots of ways to make biscuits. Totally. I've had a biscuit making session at Bojangles once. That was helpful. Interesting. I want to go and do that. that I know, fun. right? Or Popeyes because <laughs> oh. those biscuits are good. I think my biscuits are more like Popeyes. Mm. Nice. Well, there, there's is very systematic. You have to, there's like I don't know. 50 some odd steps, it seems like. So, eh. That's a lot I, for I like know. four I in the morning. I figure you guys are the pros. <laughs> I'm going to learn from you, right? Right. Okay, so one of the ones that we're going to do from your book, okay. let's hold this up. This is Carla's book. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you very much. Carla Hall Soul Food Every Day and Celebration. Yes. Very thank nice. You. And okay. the recipe that you're going to. Um, buttermilk biscuits. Flaky buttermilk flaky biscuits. Flaky buttermilk biscuits. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're going to do that one for yes. you, but let's put it up there because it looks so pretty. Okay. Okay, and you are going to make. A fancy biscuit. Fancy. 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 I like yes. Okay, we're going to do so fancy So my uh, build, uh, my biscuit recipe is a build on Carla's. So there okay. is a core recipe, but I'm going to teach people and you um, how to use some alternative things. I'm going to use a self-rising flour. Okay. And this is a take on a sweet potato biscuit, but I'm using carrots. And actually mm-hmm. in Carla's book is a wonderful roasted carrot recipe. So we're kind of blending two nice. recipes together mm. in this and really this one takes sage with it too. That's going to be honey. Okay, so I tried to do something really helpful for you. We um, have all the ingredients ready to go. That's great. <laughs> and um, so I have a sheet pan. I've got my spatula. I have the cutter. Do I have a grater? A box yeah. grater? We need to get a box grater. Okay, and we that's have one of the secrets. Chilled oh. butter and okay. buttermilk. Although. Lagaya did one of your tricks, which is didn't have full fat buttermilk, so she put vinegar in whole milk and made her own. Is that all right? No. It really isn't. <laughs> oh, no! Because it's not enough fat. But it's really? 
Oh, so, so do you have sour cream? Uh, we have Greek yogurt. Greek yes, yogurt. We, okay. have sour cream. we can do we have Greek sour cream. Yogurt. Okay, yeah, sour cream and whole milk. Okay, we can do that. The only reason I'm saying <laughs> this is great. This note is to self. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the only reason I'm saying that you're just curdling the milk, but you're not adding any more fat. Okay. So the thing about buttermilk, a lot of times when you get it at the grocery store, it'll say low fat buttermilk, right. which is an an oxymoron. Mm -hmm. So what you really need in these biscuits is the fat, which is why your biscuits with the self-rising flour and the heavy cream work because right. of the fat. So I, I want that fat. Okay, let me get you that fat. I love how your face, like, oh, she's so funny. She's joking, like, no, I'm not really. No, I'm not okay. really. But that's the yeah. learning part. So yeah. that's why I was saying is okay, full so fat, whole cream. milk. Mm -hmm. Um, yogurt or sour yeah, cream exactly. all work because the low-fat buttermilk also okay, at, uh -huh. at the grocery store right. is not So basically what I'm going to do, because I'll use three-quarters cup of buttermilk, I'm just going to make the consistency of buttermilk, like a really fatty, thick buttermilk with sour cream and milk. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. I, I mean, you could probably do that. Okay, fine. And you just want to make oh, a, yeah. um, so like a half a cup of the sour cream and then, a, I mean, a, yeah. Quarter cup of milk, okay? Yes. Cool. Okay, so what do I need again? Okay, about a half a cup of sour cream. And then, um, what, how much milk about, did you About about a quarter cup. <laughs> <laughs> but it was that she had so much joy. It was like how she started. All right, so I just mixed this, and, and okay. you can you can if you want to get a whisk and All make right. it smoother. So so you can see how thick it is. Mm -hmm. and can we okay. look at what you made and compare it? Just sure. I think it'll be a yeah. good visual. It's for right people. down there. Do you see that? Okay. Oh wow, this is a whole lot thicker. Right, you see how yeah. thin that is? Okay. And but if you're doing a recipe and you really want that tang, which is really one. which is perfect. Okay. For that. Now actually we could have used that milk and put in here too. You know, because it was already tangy. All right, All right. so great. Okay, so okay. we're over there. So your yeah. recipe calls for a cup and a half. Oh, of oh buttermilk. Oh, so we we have to, oh, So maybe sorry. we can use yeah. more. Oh, because we doubled it. Lord have mercy. I've made this so many times, so let me just pour that in there. Okay. How much you want? A cup we need. Okay. That's good. It needs to be a cup and a half? Yeah. That's good. This is Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison. We'll continue with more of our conversation about biscuits. But first, here's more of our list of things to do and see. The post-punk sensibility of Vision Video, led by the charismatic Dusty Gannon, is like a spooky, bouncy transmission from the 1980s, an echo of black lipstick, dark lyrics, and totally danceable beats. For the fans, the music is a form of sweet transport, but for Gannon, 35, his music is a matter of survival. Quote, the band, the music itself, has literally saved my life, unquote, he said. The band's performance as the headliner at the beloved Athfest demonstrates that they've leveled up, and Gannon gooses the attention with leather booty shorts, fishnet stockings, and elaborate makeup. The message he sends is, be happy being weird. Read the story of Gannon and Vision Video on AJC.com and catch them at Terminal West in Atlanta on July 14th. The artist, writer, and children's book illustrator Oliver Jeffers sees the world from unusual perspectives. He empathizes with crayons. He understands the temptations of a tasty book. In Ireland, he recently created a sculptural model of the solar system that was nine kilometers long. That was the smallest he could make the installation, at a scale of 415 million to one, such that the smallest heavenly bodies would still be visible. The idea was to give visitors a sense of the size of things. This is an overarching goal for Jeffers, who tries to introduce his audience to vantage points that they may have never considered. 
Experience Jeffers' point of view in a new exhibit at the High Museum of Art, Oliver Jeffers' 15 Years of Picturing Books, on display through August 7th. And in a show at the Alliance Theater, which will present an original musical based on Jeffers' book, The Incredible Book-Eating Boy, beginning July 13th. Read Bo Emerson's interview with Jeffers online at AJC.com. Now it's time for this week's adoptable pet from the folks at Lifeline, who run the Fulton and DeKalb shelters along with the Lifeline Community Animal Center. Crush is a pinecone-loving, stick-destroying master of fetch who loves ear scratches and big kisses. He's great at making human friends and would love to be your buddy for a long walk in the woods or a snuggle on the couch. Crush is working on his leash training skills and is the king of sit. He's a good listener and ready to match your energy, especially if you need a hype man. And if you need some time to yourself, he's always ready to entertain himself and wrestle with Old Faithful, his ever-present and oldest frenemy, his waggly tail. Two-year-old Crush is available to adopt or foster from the Lifeline Community Animal Center at 3180 Presidential Drive in Atlanta. He can't wait to meet you. You'll find a photo of Crush and a link for more info on the story page for this podcast on AJC.com. This is Access Atlanta from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The facts matter now more than ever. Get unlimited digital access to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution so you know what's really going on, and you're helping us fulfill our mission to bring you the news that's important to you. Subscribe today at subscribe.ajc.com podcast, and your first month of unlimited digital access is just 99 cents. That's subscribe.ajc.com podcast to join the community for just 99 cents. Let's head back to the kitchen for more biscuits. So Carla, okay. when um, if she wanted to add, or anybody wanted to add vinegar to something, so you would use cream to do that? Yeah. Use, or what would you do? But I don't, if they didn't have sour cream or, yeah. um, I think the sour cream and milk just Sour cream best. and milk, okay. Just because of the texture. Mm-hmm. I, I actually have never tried heavy cream and vinegar. Okay. Okay. I haven't either, I, I so think, I'm asking. I think somebody would probably have sour cream even before they have heavy cream. Right. And then in it, our culture. Right. And then you said yogurt if yogurt. They, yeah, because But first choice would be sour cream. Yeah, but yogurt works perfectly. I love I actually prefer them with yogurt unless I can get a really good thick right. buttermilk. Right. And you can't find that at the okay. grocery store. Right. And we're that talking often. full fat plain yogurt. Full, full right. fat, please yeah. full so fat. So full fat yogurt, full fat buttermilk, full fat sour cream, full fat. Okay. Yeah. Period. Now, if you're vegan, I just want to throw that out there, and you're making your uh, a cashew cream or a cashew buttermilk, you can do that, and the because you need the fat from the nuts, right? Okay. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've had people do that with yeah. pretty good results. That sounds okay. real, real good. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so let's we'll move ahead now. All right. So we have we double this. We have uh, two and a half cups of all-purpose flour. Right. Yes, ma'am. And then a little bit of sugar. Yep. Baking powder and salt, baking soda, and I don't like a lot of baking soda, but you need um, you need that little bit. We all need a lift. Okay. You know. Lift. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that down. So, that so we mix that up, and and I think one of the important things is how you measure the flour as well. So a lot of times people um, pack the flour down. They mm-hmm. don't aerate the flour right. first. And that's really important because two tablespoons extra of flour because you didn't measure it properly makes a difference. 
It makes it denser. It makes it denser, mm -hmm. and now the ratio, then the ratio's off. So the ratios right. of your um, flour, your dry and wet, are off. Okay. Okay. And then I'm taking shortening, <coughs> Crisco, or lard. Lard works, too. If you don't have shortening, I have done them with um, an oil, like a vegetable oil or a canola oil. Oh, and yeah, what do you do? Worked. Do you drizzle it in? And, and I just work it through. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I've ha I didn't know that worked. I did it um, when I was making biscuits for the USO on a base. Oh. Yeah, and I was making biscuits for the troops because they were in, um, where was I, in Spain. And they hadn't, I was like, oh, you know, I should make you some biscuits, a piece of home. Nice. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have any uh, Crisco there, huh? No, they didn't. They, yeah, they don't have it in, uh, in Spain. Okay, so what I'm doing is taking... The shortening, and I'm, I'm just sort of pressing it through mm -hmm. my hands and making sure that it's all mixed. You don't want to have this, these, the shortening pea size. A lot of times we talk about the butter being pea size, mm -hmm. but the shortening needs to be mixed into the flour because this is what's going to give your biscuits that crunchy outside. Okay. Right. Don't you love the feeling of? the dough going. I really do. That's like one of my favorite reasons why I like to make bread. All well, I think that's the most important thing about uh, learning to make biscuits. It's it's the feel of it. It's mm -hmm. like you just kind of get to a place after you've done them a while that you just know. Right. Okay, I'm just going right. to put my hand in there yeah, too. Wait, put your hand in there. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, silver scissors. I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> all right, so okay. now that that's all mixed, and now I make the well. And then I put the buttermilk in. I, I tend to not go all in because sometimes you don't realize how much humidity or moisture that your flour has mm -hmm. absorbed, and that will change your ratio. Okay. So I want the dough to be somewhat wet, but not super, super wet. And so I take the rubber spatula, and I just, I love this bowl. It's just so, it's wide Thanks. at the bottom. It's, it's not, usually I use it for salad. It's, I like the cutting technique that you're using with the spatula too. So you're yeah. crossing it through, so which I'm is like a like cut. this. Uh -huh. oh, okay. So that you don't, uh, you're not really mashing. Oh, shoot, the butter. My butter. Oh, oh. We're just talking away here. So, so then there's butter. <laughs> <laughs> How, it's one stick? One stick. Okay. Oh my God. Okay, and it's really cold butter, and it's unsalted butter. Yeah, unsalted, and then I, um, there's a... Like, this is my butter. Okay. This Are is you yours, salted? frozen. Yes. Okay, frozen. Okay, great. Okay, so... So what I would normally do is toss this in the... I think so. that's an important tip. Can you, can we get Yeah, that? so what I do is I toss the butter into the flour because your hands are Warm. hot. They're, yeah. they're warm, and so... And this stuff has to be really this cold. Keeps you, this keeps the butter from okay. melting when you're handling it. So when you when you grate it, you get all mm -hmm. the same size shards. Okay. These will probably be the best biscuits that I've ever made. Awesome. <laughs> because they're made with love. That's part of the thing with yeah. biscuits. No. Well, you know, there isn't really a bad biscuit. I mean, there are some, obviously, but the imperfection is what you embrace when making it. And right. if you're making it homemade, sometimes they're going to turn out differently. And I think to your point, Carla, temperature has an effect on it. You know, if you've got other things going on in the kitchen while you're making it, mm -hmm. your biscuit's going to be different than what they would be if you were 
starting off fresh in the kitchen. Right. How come you know so much about biscuits? I've been making them for a long time, and people think, uh, I, I, I'm sure I've had like 20,000 hours in biscuits. So You're the million miler biscuit I know. maker. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I've also changed my recipe so that I can teach people how to make biscuits. Okay. So when I had my restaurant, and I was working with a bunch of kids from Brooklyn who had never made biscuits, I had to think of ways to, to have a consistent product because that's what people would want, you know. Mm -hmm. I couldn't I couldn't say hey you have to fill the dough. Right. You know, that's that would not work. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. for those who did not grow up making them and wasn't they weren't at a point where they could feel it. Right. Right. And I, I tell people, you know, I teach I teach people how to make biscuits because it's about you either knowing how to make a good biscuit or recognizing a good biscuit, mm -hmm. yeah. right? All right. So, now Today right, we're going to do both. <laughs> this is all about the recovery. Okay. <laughs> okay. We okay, got so a butter. We're done with this, right? Yeah, we're done okay. with that. We're done with that. Okay. All right, so. Now and we, again, you're doing the cross yeah, thing. Yeah, which is why I was doing that. And I was like, wait, what's wrong? What's wrong? Okay, so I'm going to add, I may need some more liquid. Okay. We got a little bit. Now this was the not real yeah, buttermilk. You're so close, I don't know. I know. That will make up. All right. So my my mix is a little wet mm -hmm. because I rely on the moisture of the mix. I do these turns to give me lift. Okay. So I'm gonna pull the oops, sorry. That's all right. Okay. It's you doing it to me, so I don't mind getting dirty. <laughs> so I want you to feel what this is like, so because okay. it's kind of wet. Mm -hmm. You feel that? Yeah, it's definitely wet. Okay. It's kind of heavy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, so now what we're going to do is take some oil spray and some bench flour, just whatever. Vegetable oil. Okay, okay. yep, vegetable right. oil. Okay. And then we have some bench flour, yeah? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, we're going to put a little bit of oil down on our surface. So, what this oil is going to do, and I'm going to put the flour on top, is okay. the flour will stick to wherever I put the oil. Mm -hmm. okay. This is great. You know, I usually use a cutting board and do everything on that surface, floured, but I don't usually think about just doing it straight on my countertop. So, you see? Now this works with anything that you are going to roll out. And so you can see the flour over there. You can see where I put the oil. Right. All right. So then I'm going to put down a little more flour here. Okay. Just because I'm going to put my dough down. And I want to have a barrier. I don't use a rolling pin. Mm -hmm. So I pat it out, okay. and then I make turns. Oh. So what this is going to do is create just like pie, pie dough, like mm -hmm. a flaky okay. crust. And so I make turns. I pat, 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 pat. Make sure that my my dough can move, and I mm -hmm. do another turn, just like a little letter. Okay. Now Are I, you? Do you hear a certain? Is there a certain uh, sound that you? It's also not the sound. It's really. Um, just feeling it. Okay. This feels pretty nice and stiff. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do one more turn, okay. but this feels pretty good. All right. Trying to feel my biscuits. <laughs> oh God! What a moment. You know. So <laughs> what I like 
is to be able to look also in addition to the feel you can yeah. see the bits of butter see? and how she cut mm -hmm. the the buttermilk mixture right. into okay. the flour and that's another visual cue for that your biscuit's going to turn out well so Carla, another question. So for those people who don't know um, and haven't practiced this letter fold, uh -huh. <clears throat> sometimes your dough is not going to let you do that. Yes. So yes. can you so tell you us do? a little so bit about there, that? So if, if my dough is really wet, and this, is, this happened to me a couple times when I was, um, probably a few weeks ago when I was showing somebody how okay. to make this, and my dough was really wet mm -hmm. because a tablespoon can make a difference. Right. So I had to add a lot more flour to it. Um, and um, so, again, you're trying to feel it out. If your dough is really stiff, you may not need to do all these folds. Okay. Right? Yep. So yep. It, it, if, it, if, it's, if it's really, really stiff, you just didn't have the visual cue to add more buttermilk. Mm -hmm. right? Okay. And sometimes you Wait, can feel the butter, the, um, too. Can I do the envelope thing one time? Oh, you, yeah, sure. sure. So we don't want to overwork it either. Right. If your dough gets really warm and you feel that the butter is warm, you need to put it in the refrigerator before you start punching it out. Okay. So um, now I look for the pretty side, and the pretty side is going to be on the bottom because mm -hmm. that bottom is going to be on top. Okay. So I take my cutter, and I'm going to let you do this. I go okay. down, mm -hmm. and I just go straight down. Right. And then I I know we were having a conversation, um, Chadwick and I, earlier about cutting with biscuits and whether or not it's a good idea to use one of these. And it's like, no, because I'm turning it and yeah. this is sharp. It's not right? right. It's not that sharp. Yeah. So go straight down. Okay. Okay. And then you just turn it to get it out of there mm -hmm. and then shake it out and then flip it over. So now, Ooh, the reason, look how pretty that is. Yeah, the, okay. the reason that you flipped it over is because there's this pinched edge on the bottom, mm -hmm. right? And if you flip it over, that pinched edge is now on top, and it's going to give you even maybe an eighth of an inch more. Right. more right? Nice. Okay. Now, before we do um, put these biscuits on here, you have a trick too. Of putting some oil on there. Yeah. Do, do you, you want me to give you some want oil? to talk about that? Does that matter? Yeah. So um, sometimes I use the oil. Sometimes I don't. Um, and we can use some. Do you want to rub some butter? butter? Yeah. This is real cooking, like I am. And you should go as closely okay. to the other one as you can. Yeah. And did you hear that? Yes, I love that noise. So that also is a clue about the texture that you're looking for. It's, it's kind of nice and stiff. Okay. And you can tell when your biscuits aren't that stiff. This is going to be the granny biscuit, which may or may not be great. The granny biscuit? I never I heard that before. I love the granny biscuit. <laughs> I've like, never heard that term. I know. I saw that's okay, the last so one. So do I just like... Yeah, right. but the granny biscuit doesn't use the cutter. It's the one that, uh, there you go. This is, Whoops. okay, there you go. All right. Turn it up. Okay. So this is the granny biscuit. Okay. Look how beautiful oh, those are. Oh, that's so pretty. The granny biscuit. Okay. Okay. So great. So there okay. we go. So the oven should be at like four, 450. 450. Perfect. Yep. So we're going to put those in okay. while you do yours? Yep. All right. Okay, great. Okay, in they go. These look pretty. Yeah. Okay. Nicely done. Thank, thank you. May I do the honor? Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, my kitchen's going to start. Hey, question on the. Uh, go in the middle, that okay. bottom one. Yeah. Should I be moving that rack up by a little bit? 
I can. That's fine. Push it in though. Okay. Push it in. Yeah. Like all the way to the back? No, Is just right, matter? like in the middle of the rack. Okay. Yep. And okay. keep the door closed. Just. Okay, the door is closed. No peeking. No right? peeking. No peeking. Okay. Okay. How much time does it need? Um, it needs about 15 to 17 minutes. All right, we'll look the, at them. Should we put the timer on? 15? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Right, so but we're, we're cooking with our senses. If we're cooking with our senses, we think about the smell, and then we can turn the light on to see how brown they are. Okay, well, then I don't have to do the timer. No, well, no, you should. Just do the okay, timer. We'll just yeah. check. We'll check against no, it. We'll so, I think that's a really good point about biscuits. So there's the pragmatic part of learning the recipe, like knowing the time. Right. So you train, mm -hmm. you use the clock to train your senses about that. But then at the same time, you're also paying attention to the smell. And that's what my right. indicator for biscuits. There's that moment where you like all of a sudden, Oh, I smell a biscuit. Right. And that is when you know that they're starting to get that beautiful golden color. Right. And I usually wait like 45 seconds just past that. Okay. And then I know they're going to have that even color. Okay. We'll be listening and smelling for... We'll be so stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay. Stay tuned. Okay. Commercial break. All right. So Lagaya. Carla taught us how to do a flaky buttermilk biscuit, a very yes. classic recipe. Yes. So mine is a build on that. Okay. So I'm going to do some different techniques. Mm -hmm. So now that we've got the basics down, there right. are some other things that you can do. Shortcuts if you want, just depends. It gives you more flexibility with biscuit making. Okay. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay, so I had said that we're going to do a play on a sweet potato biscuit. Yes. So instead, I'm going to use carrots. Fun. And these are about two and a half cups of roasted carrots. Mm -hmm. So I've just peeled them, cut them up into half inch rounds, right. toss them in olive oil with a little bit of salt, put them in the oven, roast them for about right. 30, 35 minutes uh -huh. uh, at 425. Right bring them out, cool them, mm -hmm. and then we've chopped them up so there are all these bits right. like that. And did we need these to be, did we need it to be very cold when we're working with it? You want so them, many of the things needed to be cold. Really. So I recommend that okay. uh, for sure. All right. The other thing that is really important to know for anybody about biscuits really is that moisture mm -hmm. is a biscuit's enemy until the very end when you're bringing the biscuit together All or right. the batter together. Okay. So while we are gonna make the rest mm -hmm. of the dough, I'm gonna take about three tablespoons of all-purpose flour. All right. And we're gonna coat this. Just be gentle with it. You need to try to make an envelope like Carly. <laughs> <laughs> that technique a is, a, it, it makes such a big difference. Yes, that's great. With that. So I'm gonna. Great trick. Instead of being gingerly, I'm going to okay. get a little aggressive here. But you can see how right. now the flour is going to do Absorb the work. Absorb some of that moisture. Yes, okay. that's right. So it's going to make the carrots ready for mm -hmm. when we drop it into the rest of the dry okay. mixture. And in All fact, right. what we were talking about earlier, sometimes you need a little bit more liquid, right, sometimes you need a little more flour. Really wet today. We need a little bit more flour mm -hmm. with this. Okay. Okay. So there we go. So we're gonna set this aside, right. let the flour do its work. Okay. Now, instead of the buttermilk mm -hmm. uh, or the sour cream mixture that Carla was talking about, right. I'm going to use a whole milk Greek yogurt. Okay. So that's 5%. So there's a difference in the grocery store. 5% is what you want. That's the, that means it's full fat. Right. Okay. So I've got it chilling. I'm a big fan of full fat. Full fat everything, me too. We're going to add 
a quarter of a cup of this beautiful honey. Yes, from my friend. Look, honey. I love AJC, the color. Good writer, CW Cameron. Just like that. Right. And I'm gonna have you mix this. Okay. So just take your fork okay. and whisk that together. Nice. All right. And it doesn't have to be perfect, but just okay. to sweeten it enough, okay. we're going to pop this back in the refrigerator. So All if right. you want to do that, and we'll start doing the rest of our batter. So the other shortcut, Carla used all-purpose flour. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a little shortcut, which is self-rising flour, which right. means that the baking powder is already in this. Correct. And we talked about adding a little bit more lift. Mm -hmm. So I add an extra teaspoon of baking soda. So okay. you want to drop sure. that in. Okay, so I mentioned earlier when we were starting that one of my biscuit recipes that I've learned how to do, obviously it only has two ingredients. It was very specific. It had to be white lily, self-rising. Do you have a brand that you prefer when it comes to self-writing? Um, I don't have a brand that I prefer. I do have a belief though that anybody can make biscuits. And the truth is that everybody across the country doesn't have access to yes. that soft wheat flour. Right. Uh, but we do have access to all the other brands that are mm -hmm. all purpose okay. and they're gonna make a great biscuit. Okay. If you apply the other techniques that we are talking about and using the full fat, like buttermilk, sour cream, or right. yogurt, right and do the flakiness with the butter, mm -hmm. you're gonna get a good biscuit. Okay. Okay. All right, so we've just mixed that in. Let's add two teaspoons of um, sea, salt. sea salt, right? right. The mm -hmm. beautiful sea salt. Yeah. With the carrots, the carrots need a little bit more salt in this. And then we've chopped up the sage. two tablespoons of fresh sage, which I just love. Mm -hmm. oh, drop that in. Okay. Now Carla has a great technique that I like, which is she uses her fingers like a whisk. Right. You certainly can do that, but you can also use a whisk. And you can smell the sage mm -hmm. sense yes. the Very flower. Scenty. Sage Very and carrots go okay. really well together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we've got that. Let's take the carrots. Okay. Actually, let's do the butter first. Okay, let's <laughs> Let's not forget the Let's butter this time. Let's not forget the butter. Let's do it the right way. All right, so the grating technique is actually my favorite technique, mm -hmm. but there are other ways to make a biscuit. Right. So to do something differently, I've taken a stick of butter okay. and cut it up into cubes, mm -hmm. and then you put it back in the fridge and get it nice and cold. You can feel the dish yep. Yep. really cold. So nice drop that in. Just drop it all in once. Yep. Okay. All right. Now, just like the technique that Carla had, where she does what I call the stop, drop, and roll with the, the stick and yes. roll it around to mm -hmm. get it floured, you do the same thing, just like what we did also with the carrots. You okay. coat the cubes with flour first, mm -hmm. and then you start to work it. All right. Now, I'm going to let you do okay. that sure. because this is about feel. Yes. So you can start to feel. Can I do it like all? Like yes. Just like that, huh? Yep. Okay. Keep it down in the flour. Oh. Okay. There you go. So actually it's a hands, not this way. It's not this that way, way yeah. Okay. And you want to start, you'll start to, to see that it's breaking up. Mm -hmm. And as you're working that flour in it, it's still cold. Yep. Now another technique that I would do, or if I had more time, 
is I would put this back in the refrigerator oh, okay. and let the butter chill mm -hmm. 10 to 20 minutes. Okay. But sometimes you just don't have time. And is time. that good for the flour too? I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, cold is your friend right. with biscuits. Right. All right, so now we are going to add the carrots. All right. And it's doing its work. If you mm -hmm. touch that, you Actually, can see... You can right. actually feel the flour on mm -hmm. that. Yes. So just like the butter, mm -hmm. you can feel the coating of the flour. All right. And that's what's going to make these really pop. And just feel it like that. Okay. Finish that, go from the bottom up. There you go. All right. Wonderful. Oh, and it smells so good. So I'm going to grab the cold Greek yogurt with the honey. I mean, honey and carrots mm -hmm. and sage. Yeah. We'll just drop this in here. This honey is amazing. Mm-hmm. I know. It tastes great. Oh, my gosh. Flavor. So okay. again, let me just scrape this good little bit. That's a good amount of fat. Right. Okay. Like Carla was talking about, sometimes you need more, sometimes you need less. So this is a cup and a half. You just start to work that in. I'm going to let you do that. Okay. And so you can feel and just bring it. That's right. Okay. So bring so it from the outside kind of in. in. Yes. And that way you're bringing the dry crumb into the center. All right. Okay, where did you learn how to make biscuits? We talked with Carla about her. That's a really great question. You know, I have learned from a lot of uh, America's biscuit makers uh -huh. um, because of the Biscuit Festival. So oh, that's right. for the years of Festival. doing that, almost 10 years, I have watched all of the greats. Um, from Who are some of the great biscuits? Natalie Dupree okay. and Cynthia Graubart. Right. Okay. John Edgerton. I've watched him make beaten uh -huh. biscuits. All right. Am I? Oh, here. And Let's then, uh, get in the center. Like that. Yeah. Okay. You, you go ahead and show me. I just want to. Okay. So you're just kind of coating it again yeah. with the dry. Yeah. Anything that hasn't been incorporated. Yeah. And this. But gently, right? It's pretty. Yes. Always gentle. Right. And this, so here's a good, this is a teaching point too. Mm -hmm. um, and this does not mean that this is bad, but this is just something that everybody should be aware of. Okay. This bowl is kind of narrow for yes. what we really want to do mm -hmm. with biscuits. So I'm going to turn this out okay. a little bit early mm -hmm. um, so that we can fully mix All right. the flour. Now Carla's trick I love. The Where she coats it with a cooking spray on mm -hmm. it. It's a really great trick there. So this will be a little bit loose, but that's okay. all right. But again, you're not being really aggressive with that. You're just lightly touching that. And since you've become a pro at this, I'm going to let you finish all right. patting this out. Do it by feel. Okay. But do you do the same technique that she does? No, you don't. 
Uh, Sometimes I do. Okay. So you pat it out. So how, there much, you how go. far do you want me to pat okay, it out? Okay, like that. Just gently, right? Yes. Am I using a specific um, section of my hand? Like, am I just trying to do it with my finger? Well, so I think you're... Or is, am I doing like the middle part? What's the right... Do I do fingers or... I have to think about this because I actually do it by feel. Right. So let me... <laughs> so I do here. So it's kind of this part okay. rather because this is the muscular part, right? Where right? we really press. So, okay, it's, so it's in between... Where like my where fingers your fingers, my palm. that's right, and okay. you're just kind of pressing lightly. Okay. And this is that thing that I was telling you. I like to just kind of caress okay. the dough All right. to bring it together, and I bring it up so maybe about um, an inch and three quarters. Okay. I do like to this use looks like about an inch and a rolling pin. Okay. And then take it, and I just roll this. I prefer a dowel mm -hmm. type rolling pin. Mm -hmm. And I'll let you, I just kind of drag it from the base of my hand and very lightly okay. and let the batter kind of do its thing. Okay. There you go. Beautiful. Okay. It's so soft actually. Yeah. Pillowy. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's Beautiful. Okay. And so my about there. Okay. All right. And then take this up. Mm -hmm. It's still a little wet. That's all right. All right. So we're doing the fold again. We'll do that again. Give it a little more flour. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to flip this. There okay. we go. And give the bottom some more. Beautiful. All right. Okay, now I'll okay. let you finish that. Okay. Wonderful. You got it. Okay. Uh, is that it? Yep. Right okay. So we're going to do this to about an inch high. Whoops, so one Keep more rolling. time? Yep. Okay. Very nice. Okay. All right, so the center, let's bring this into a nice square or rectangle. A rectangle. You can see it's still, now we're almost to the point where we're going to work with this too much. Mm -hmm. So I will. You take over. Finish this out. Now you can see, got a little aggressive with the flower, but look. You can see the pockets of butter, the carrot, the green with the sage. Mm -hmm. And that's a beautiful thing. All right. Yes, it does look good. Okay, so instead of doing with the cutter, we are going to... So we're going to use a chef's knife. Now, some oh. people will say, Chadwick, this is sacrilege. Um, and that's okay, and I'm okay with that. Uh, but, you know, a lot of home cooks are like, I don't have a biscuit cutter, right. so I can't make biscuits. Right. And I'm like, eh, that's not right. true. I like your, I've seen your, so um, you want to take your square ones before and just make the, sure you've got All your right. chef's knife. So I'm keeping that flour, just like we did when we, just every like with your time biscuit that cutter. we were, um, dipping the, for the biscuit cutter, it dips in, yeah, and so in the flour before you see it. if you don't do that, then it starts to pull right. on the knife. And now we're just going to cut them across. Okay, those are looking 
Perfect. And I'm going to let you Perfect. finish this out. Alright. Okay. So then you just take this, mm -hmm. do your flip, and put it on. Alright. You don't want these. This makes more biscuits. This makes about 22 to 24 biscuits. Mm -hmm. You don't want these to be too close together. Okay. Otherwise, they kind of steam. All right. And Look um, how pretty they are, they are flat. Too. They're so colorful. Yeah, you can start to see uh -huh. all the goodness that we put into it. And we'll just brush these lightly with a tablespoon and a half of melted butter. I mean, they almost look like cookies. They're so colorful. Ah. And there we go. So I'm going to go ahead. Do you have flake salt? Flake salt? Yes! So let's put it's, some flake salt I, on these. All right, so okay. I'm going to show a little bit way, uh, another way where you can be a little bit fancy. Okay. And you can just dust. You can use flake salt. You could use kosher salt. But it's a nice little crystal. Mm -hmm. You want to just sure. lightly okay. on there. Nice. This is the sea salt that we grab. Yeah. So 450 degrees. All right, we're on the About 14, 15 minutes 14. on the center rack. Okay. And we will let those pop rise. Up. Yeah. All right, we're back from our um, yeah, we're right here. from our TV commercial. Yes. <laughs> okay. We uh, back. All right, we back. back. The okay. Uh, let me just say. <laughs> High five to you. Oh, thank you. For no, this is you look guys. at this. It's pretty. I know. They're so really, pretty. They're and there's nothing more rewarding, honestly, than seeing a finished biscuit. I know. Out like look this. how much it rose. Yeah. And I wish y'all could smell this because it smells real, real good. Mm. Oh. Okay. So, and here's this one. I know. Oh my, the sage in these really. Look at this. Oh, look at that. And the smell. The smell the, is great. This is what I like. Look at that. Just steam coming out. This is what I loved with um, the biscuit. It's oh, like, you love know? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so funny you do that because I, I usually do mine like this. Oh, do you, you really? Do. So I always think I of. I always do this way. I, I think I did this when I was That's a kid, but idea. this was like Pac Man. But because it's practically already split open uh -huh. anyway. All right, so butter. So I'm doing this, honey. Mmm. Do you have an opinion about whether butter, if you're going to be, the table butter should be um, salted? Salted? Oh, you got What's the question? <laughs> I thought, yes, it's going to be salted. No, my question is cold or not cold? Not cold. We always keep ours out. Oh, my but God. But it's a contentious thing in our family. Really? Too. One of my sons wants it soft like this. My other son doesn't like it. Really? Yep. But no, we just keep it out. So my. Um... But it was a fight for a while. My husband, when we go out and have the butter packets, mm -hmm. he puts it in his butter warmer. He literally takes the butter, puts it in the pit of his arm. No. And it just sits there and gets warm, <laughs> and he's like this. Oh, do, 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 so soft. <laughs> Does he have a timer? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, I'm going to try it. You want to try it with the honey? This honey is amazing. Yep. Oh, man. Okay. I'm this getting the rest of so this bit. I have to say this has been such a joy and the one thing that we haven't talked about today Carla 
is that what we found in common is that we love to make biscuits with strangers. Yes. And yes. there is nothing more wonderful than going into somebody's home that you really don't know mm -hmm. yes. and to put flour and that full fat buttermilk right. <laughs> yes. together and with or people that you don't really know because yeah. Yeah. In an hour know, here together, know. we know each other so stranger. much better. Right. And look at what we're doing. We're breaking bread together. Amen, brother. So good. Yeah. Sister. Sister. You guys, thanks for coming to my house. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Group you. Home. Biscuit Yay. hug. Yay. <laughs> so much fun. Thank you Thank so you. much. Really, what an honor. Going back in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take away. The AJC brings you the best of what's happening in and around Atlanta on AJC.com, along with deeper looks at trends in arts and entertainment and compelling looks at lost bits of history. Here's a taste of what you'll find there. In the middle of Atlanta's Cascade Heights neighborhood is a triangular plot of land bordered by Beecher Road, Benjamin E. Mays Drive, and Cascade Road, on which sits a strip mall with tenants like CBD City and Celebrity Ink Tattoos. There are a handful of restaurants popular with locals in the immediate area, including the Caribbean-inspired Spice House, Buzz Coffee and Wine, which hosts wine tastings, book club meetings, and yoga classes, and longtime venerated soul food restaurant, The Beautiful, with long rows of steamer trays filled with fried chicken, barbecue beef ribs, and baked salmon. It's this historic black neighborhood, former home of Atlanta notables Maynard Jackson, Hank Aaron and John Lewis, where lauded Atlanta chef Deborah Van Treese announced plans earlier this year to open her next restaurant on that unassuming triangle. Find out how Van Treese and other restaurateurs are invigorating this historic neighborhood in Sunday's Living and Arts section on July 10th, or read the story online at AJC.com and in the e-paper. In the color photograph, Rose Grower, a middle-aged man with a carefully groomed mustache stands on his glowing green summer lawn. He wears a cowboy hat and neat but rumpled clothes. Behind him, taller than he is, a hedge of red roses and pink and white crepe myrtle frame his body like a mink stole. He's a retiree from Gainesville's poultry industry, enjoying his golden years tending his roses. The image was taken by Jose Ibarra Rizzo, born in Guanajuato, Mexico but raised in Gainesville, the place where he also photographs most of his subjects. Like a true native son, he's only strayed as far as Milledgeville to study painting and drawing at Georgia College and State University, the first in his family to graduate from college. At 30, he's created an emotionally loaded body of work centered on Atlanta's immigrant population of first and second generation Mexicans, Hondurans, El Salvadorans, and Guatemalans. Dive into the story of this fascinating artist in this week's Sunday Living and Arts section in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution on July 10th. You'll also find the story online at AJC.com and in the Sunday e-paper. If you're listening to this podcast on AJC.com, please take a moment to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. And you'll be among the first to hear our new format when we relaunch in late summer. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. The podcast is edited by Tyson Horn. The theme music is by Bo Emerson and Billy Guin. And I'm your host and the AJC's arts and entertainment editor, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more great interviews and events.